If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Did you like my air guitar right Ooh, there? Like, like yeah, I, I always liked that air like guitar. Like I knew what baby. I was doing. Hey man, I, I do it with the drums. Like, you're, you're a drummer. I'm, I'm always like, and yeah. And you're always looking at me probably like, what are you doing? That's not even where you're supposed to be right now. Those are the toms. Here, here's the key to air guitar. You just take your hand like this and then you just go like this with your finger. Have you seen those competitions? Oh, they're real. They're insane. And they're like accurate. Those guys, yeah, man. Those guys are so good. I'm like, you're a much better guitar player than me. <laughs> I always wondered if any of them are actual guitar yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, I never be. know. I mean, because it, some of them are very accurate. What's the uh, guitar? Guitar Hero. I can't play Guitar Hero whatsoever. I can play a guitar, but I can't yeah. play Guitar Hero whatsoever. And uh, some of those levels, I mean, they, they just get going. It's so crazy when I see those guys that are really good at Guitar Hero, but then yeah. can't play guitar. And you go, right. if you just put all that 
time and energy I know. playing an actual guitar. And, uh, yeah, you'd be insane. You wouldn't have to carry a PS5 yeah, around with you. You could just have acoustic, and <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. You know? But, uh, yeah, look at that. We're already talking about music. That's how, right. How you been? You man, good? doing great, man. Doing yeah. so good. Yeah, summer's going awesome. Have you, have you uh, broke out the camper this week, or... Next week. Next week, sweet. And then the week after that, too. Nice. We're getting them in. You have and to, man. Speaking of music, I saw a little video clip of you and your daughter. Uh, she was head bobbing, head oh, banging. Oh, yeah, at, like, the story. Yeah, man. She is dancing. What a cutie. Like, all the time. Yeah, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She loves music, man. I oh, love it's so it. funny. So. It's like a blessing and a curse when you have musicians yeah. uh, as parents, because it's just <laughs> music right. all the time in my house, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like piano and guitar and yeah. drums. Cool, man. Uh, we don't want to uh, banter yeah. for too long because we have a special guest on and i can hardly wait to talk to i know it's gonna be awesome so there was a facebook post that went out i think it was mid-july and uh it was talking about theology and music and worship Mm -hmm. music and all this stuff and got over geez a couple million views a bunch of tens of thousands of shares Um, christianity today picked up this post and then uh, Dr. Sam Storms, who's been on the podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wrote a blog post about it. And I read through the post, and, and this was, man, this was probably back in July. Uh, and I just went, man, that that is exactly what we talk about on yeah. the podcast when we're talking about music yeah. and theology matters and things like that. Um, but we have uh, Mackenzie Morgan Holloway on the podcast today. Mackenzie, hey. how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Yeah, and she's the one with the infamous Facebook post. Very nice. Yeah. So t- <laughs> tell us just in a few in a few moments, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into Newsy News with you. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I live uh, right around the Nashville area of Tennessee, and uh, I'm a worship leader. I've been leading worship for about 10 years and do music of my own, and it's just something I'm really passionate about. I lead worship at my church. Um, and yeah, I just love music and love giving back to God, uh, uh, what I feel he blessed me with how to do. So amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, And we're going to get into a little bit about like why theology matters in music, uh, you know, what the reaction was on your Facebook post, like how you came to this personal conviction. But first we want to do a little newsy news. Jay, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. And Mackenzie, feel free to jump in if you want to. Here we go. News, the news, the newsy, newsy, news, the 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 news. Oh yeah, we got some news. And now the news. So I don't know that. if you guys know this, but facts about pumpkins. You never knew. Uh-oh, wait a minute. It's, pump, it's pumpkin it spice season. It is about to be pumpkin Uh-oh. spice season. Well, then again, I think it is. Girls. I think you're right. This is happening right now. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here we go. Okay. Anti-diabetic. Okay. Antioxidant. Okay. Anti-carcinogenic. Okay. Anti-inflammatory. Mm. So many good things about pumpkins. these great Orange fruits, vegetable. I don't uh, even know. It's I, a I, seed? Honestly, <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's, actually a, fruit. it's yeah. a fruit. Yes, it's a fruit. That's Woo. what I said. All right, nice. nice. nice yeah, job, there we go. Jason. There we go. So yeah, I can't wait to get that in my. So that was like uh, we had. So we're else. here in Michigan, right? Yeah, so yeah. we had like a couple like fifty-five degree evenings. So you decided, hey, we got to start. We have to start talking about it, man. Stuff. We have to start talking about it. It's kind of, it's coming up, and some people may need a little bit of direction, <laughs> you know, getting over there to their uh, favorite Starbucks uh, barista. I've, I've got a few friends that can't wait for that pumpkin right? spice to get going. Now, I don't <laughs> know if what I've been having it. Oh, my gosh. I've had, like, five or six. <laughs> Are you serious? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Oh, man. Yes. All right. So uh, second news story. This one was interesting to me uh, just because we just had an episode on uh, the principles of capitalism and kind of you mm-hmm. know biblical principles and what aligns with it and what doesn't. And I saw this on the AV Club website, and it says, uh, how dollar stores scammed America to become worth more than Coca-Cola, right? Mm. So I see it. It's a little bit clickbaity how they scammed him. I, I kind of know the story. The CEO is a real estate broker, and he yeah. decided he was going to put him in particular areas. So I'm going through the thing, uh, the the uh, blog post mm-hmm. here, and they're basically saying that dollar stores and dollar generals have put 34,000 stores up over the last five years. They and, really have. I think we oh, have everywhere. about uh, 1,000 in our area that just popped up. <laughs> yeah, we, we live in a semi-rural area. Yeah, we yeah, have two right. within a couple miles. Seriously. Yeah. And it, it just really bugged me because it says, well, what they do is they sell smaller sizes for the same amount mm-hmm. or a little bit cheaper. So they might take the package size down 25%, but only discount the price 20%. Mm-hmm. So they make it up on that 5%. Yeah. And, you know, their their average profit per dollar is 30 cents on the dollar. I mm-hmm. think uh, Walmart is like 28 yeah. cents. Uh, yeah. CVS is like 22 cents. So they're like one of the highest mm-hmm. profit margin per dollar spent. And they can make a little bit more than just 30 cents, right? I'm just saying out of, the, out of a dollar, like they, average, right? Average, the 30, average is, yeah, yeah. is 30 cents, yeah. which is really good in yeah. retail. Uh, but then the article goes on to say, and this guy, you can just tell, and this just this is what really you know kind of bugged me, is he says, oh, they're 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 scamming people because they're targeting uh, low income areas mm. that can't buy in bulk. Mm. So they said, oh, it might seem like a convenience that you can go get something smaller, but uh, it, it's it's bad it's bad capitalism because they're targeting under forty thousand dollar medium incomes mm. to put their uh, stores. Yeah. So then the people who can't afford it are buying, uh, you know, smaller items, smaller for more money, products. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me of our episode we had on capitalism to mm-hmm. where we're always blaming the system instead of taking personal responsibility yeah. uh, in, in making wise financial choices. Yeah. And it, and it was kind of, I don't know. It was just like, no matter, you know, and I don't know what the motives of Dollar General are. It's probably right. to make money, to make a profit. Yeah, That's yeah. what most businesses are in business for. But it's like it automatically went to, let's not talk about the 34,000 stores that provide jobs and that um, upgrade real estate. I mean, the one that came in here where we're at, we made them put extra facade on and bring mm. in, in, in put in 10 foot extra worth of dirt and basically remediate the ground underneath. Yeah. And they did $150,000 worth of upgrades hmm. to the piece of real estate. So we don't talk about that. Yeah. We just say, hey, they're targeting... Low income. Low income, yeah. Uh, and then they admit, admit it's a it's convenient, but it says, oh, they're, you know. They're, right. I but, don't know. But I mean, if, if the consumer wants to walk into the place, you know, like like what is the, the deal, you know? Because, I mean, it's it's more or less, this is capital, this is a capitalistic society. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it's, I, I mean, I, I don't go in there for all the products. So I, I can't honestly say that I know all the products, but, you know, yeah. if, if someone's walking into a Dollar General, uh, they're going in there for a reason, for sure. something that they need. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's where my brain goes, I guess, on it. But Okay, what else we got? Yeah, um, so it's going to get a little serious here. Um, Uber and Lyft, uh, mm. with the new Texas law, SB8, okay. is an attack on women's access to health care on their right to choose. It also threatens to punish drivers for getting women where they need to go. Um, Lyft has created a driver legal defense fund to cover 100% of legal fees for drivers sued under this law. In addition, um, Lyft says 
they are donating $1 million to Planned Parenthood to ensure that transportation is never a barrier to healthcare access. And that, that was Lyft? That was Lyft. I guess. And I guess Uber is uh, coming alongside of that. Oh, two more, well. two more apps deleted off my phone, I guess. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I guess the response here, though, is is so if if, if a state makes something illegal, an act illegal, mm-hmm. and you're participating in it, you know, if if you have this, let's say it was the state courthouse yeah, uh, or, or the state capitol, excuse me, in Texas, mm-hmm. and it said, hey, no, no assembly here for these days because something is going on, and you were a driver driving them there, yeah. Uh, couldn't you be held liable for... It's almost like a bank robbery. It's almost like, like an accessory. Really, like, right? yeah, yeah. And I know this is sticky because people are going, oh, it's about abortion and women's rights and mm. reproductive and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you're helping someone do something illegal, isn't there laws yeah. against that? So is that basically what's going on here? I think, That's right? what it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Well, Lyft so, and Uber, I guess... Uh, not using them when we go down to uh, Atlanta. G3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll hoof it. <laughs> so, okay, last one. We usually don't do four, but uh, Australia, We ha- there's so much news right now, guys. You guys are watching all this unfold with COVID and everything else. But uh, this is just a little a bit of a list from Australia for what they are uh, pushing down there. Um, No parliament, no dissent by medical professionals, no scientific conclusions that do not support the agenda of government, no protesting, no uncovered faces, no singing or prayer, no community sports or gyms, no playgrounds, no freedom of movement, no talking to your neighbors in the grocery store, no visitors in your home, no more than one hour outside, no more than five kilometers from your home, no online shopping during lockdowns, no catching of footballs. Okay. Uh, no drinking while standing up. <laughs> right. Some of these are like a little bit hyper- these hyperbole, like, right? I don't know, I know, man. I've heard some really crazy stories down there. And you were talking about one before we started yeah. that I had heard as well. Yeah. Um, they, they Basically, you know, there was a guy that was supposed to be quarantined and they geotag him and they face ID him on the, on the cell phone. Yep. And he has to check in every 15 minutes. He walked down to the store to, to get like a soda or something. Uh-huh. And he was came, in the wrong spot. And he was in the wrong spot and they came and arrested him and threw him in uh, jail and fined him. So I mean, crazy. isn't this an insanity? It's insanity. Yeah, I mean, man. have you been following the Australia stuff at all, Mackenzie, or the, the craziness that's going on around the world? I have heard very, very little, and I haven't oh. taken the time yet to dive into that outlet as well, what's going on yeah. in the land. But just hearing you say that, I'm like, so we're supposed to drink, like, what, laying down? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah so pretty much. There's some, yeah, there's definitely some wild, uh, yeah, rules that they got down there right now. Well, Uh, and it goes to show that once you take liberty, uh, usually states, the state governments don't give it back. mm. They'll push as far as they possibly can, uh, because they're not going to give it back. And what's really crazy is to think that Australia is like a country made up of prisoners, Mm. basically, Mm. from hundreds of years ago. That's where the British used to take the hmm. prisoners and drop them off there. So they've always kind of had this like rebellious streak. Yeah. But in 1998, they did a federal uh, gun ban. No guns allowed in the whole country. Really? Or the whole continent, excuse me. Gosh. Uh, and then, you know, a mere 12 years later, 10, 20 years later, this is what you get. Yeah. You can't go outside. You can't throw football. You can't walk down the street. Yeah. And we throw you in jail for... Uh, one guy got thrown in jail for visiting his son. Gosh. Man. He had split custody and went to go pick up his son and he wasn't supposed to be there. So... Wow. Oh, that's man. just insane. Absolutely insane. Insanity. Is that all we got, Jason? Yeah, that's what we got for Newsy News. All right, cool. 
Hey, Jason, you know we love supporting brothers and sisters in the Lord, businesses that love Reformed theology. Oh, yeah. We have another good one for you here, Reformed Sage. Mm. We love this guy. Nick is a friend of ours, and he Great just stuff. has an awesome store. He's got a big online following on Facebook, and we've been blessed by him. Reformed Sage has everything from you know T-shirts and mugs to iPhone cases yep. and coasters. Heck, I'm wearing one of his T-shirts right now. Yeah, Obey you are. God, Defy Tyrants. He has sold so many of those T-shirts, and they're just really cool. Yeah. The shirts are comfy. You know, they fit well. They hold up in the wash, and the designs are pretty cool. And so, guys, if you're listening to us, we want to make sure that you're supporting guys like this. Go check out Reform Sage at reformsage.com. Jason, I know you like their stuff as well. Definitely. And he is an awesome dude. Yeah, Nick's the man. Yep. And he's been on our podcast. Yes. So we like him, and we want you guys to support him. So make sure you check out reformedsage.com. Go there for gear. And then Reform Sage on his Facebook page as well, too, where he has great discussion questions and just brings all glory to God. Amen. Thanks, guys. Now back to the show. All right, Mackenzie, let's get into it. I'm excited about this. So um, give us a little background on this now infamous post that's been viewed and blogged about and and all these things. Like, were you thinking it was going to get this reaction or were you like, I'm going to just say this because it's on my heart? Like, uh, what was that? And then I'll ha- and then I think Jason, did you want to read a little bit of that? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can read just, that? just maybe a little bit. Maybe that's a good bit. idea. Oh, Sorry, I got ahead of myself. No, it's however, however you guys want to do it. Do you want to, maybe she go ahead and uh, introduce yeah. everything. That, yeah, yeah, introduce yeah. everything and then we'll read a little bit of it yeah. so the listeners know what's going on. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, it was totally not um, planned or anything like that. I'd had a note in my phone uh, that I'd been working on for maybe a couple weeks. And um, I remember it had, had been a hard day at work and I just came home. Maybe I had no cares left to give, um, oh. but I knew I wanted to like share some of my story just on my personal Facebook, just with my personal friends. Yeah. Um, and so randomly just decided at like eight o'clock on a Monday night to post it. And by like 11 PM, we'd had a friend over and, and my friend looked on Facebook and he was like, dang, Mackenzie, your post is getting a lot of likes and shares. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? And then I looked and it was like, oh, you're right. Like, it really is, though, like, <laughs> like kind yeah. of very out of the ordinary number of likes to get because, you know, Facebook algorithm only shows your post to like maybe 30 people of your right. few hundred Facebook friends. So, you know, it was pretty right. unusual. And then by the next day, it just went true. And yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely struck a chord. So what was some yeah. of the, uh, can you read a little bit of that? Yeah, Thanks, yeah, Jason, and and uh, so the listeners know what we're talking about. Right, right. Yeah, this this is actually from churchleaders.com, dot uh, okay. July fifteenth, I want to say. So they may have uh, brushed through some of it and brought up some of your quotes, but uh, uh, I'll just read a few paragraphs here. So uh, although Morgan says the problems with some modern worship music are too numerous for her post. She elaborates on churches such as Elevation and the teachings of Stephen Furtick, pointing to his belief in modalism, which is heresy. She adds, as for Bethel, that one should be pretty obvious. Elevation, a North Carolina megachurch, is organized around a, a vision that 
founder Furtick says he received from God. California-based Bethel Church has been controversial partly because of its focus on supernatural ministry. Hillsong, a global megachurch based out of Australia, has faced controversy in recent months, most famously for Hillsong East Coast pastor Carl Lentz uh, firing due to infidelity, but also for alleged spiritual abuse and for promoting a celebrity culture. Former Hillsong Dallas pastors Jess and Reed Bogard have been accused of mishandling church funds, and Hillsong has launched an investigation into allegations of financial abuse that have been levied at the church as a whole. So right here, theology matters, Morgan writes. I can't even stress that enough. It matters if a song is weak in theology and is not accurately displayed the holiness of our God. It matters if churches are spreading a prosperity gospel that is different from the gospel found in Scripture. It matters that each Sunday churches pay royalties to these churches in order to be able to sing their music, furthering their outreach and their false gospel message. Mm, That's good. It's so good, yeah. So Mackenzie, why does theology matter in worship songs? And and you're a worship leader, correct? Yes. So why does theology matter? Uh, Theology, theology matters because, um, you know, in scripture and in John 424, you know, Jesus says that we, he, he commands that we're supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. And Mm. so we should definitely try and aspire to worship to in correct theology to the best of our ability because of our love for him. And of course, wouldn't we want to learn about him and how to properly worship him, which he has, there's so many scriptures and um, verses that uh, God gives a clear account for how he wants to be worshiped, which, you know, can't, can't blame him. Um, So I think it's our responsibility to seek that out for what that is. Yeah, it's definitely true. I I think we we've done a few shows on this and we, we line right up with everything that we just read there. I mean, uh, Bethel has taken uh, the supernatural charismania to a, a different level. And I feel like a lot of sheeple have followed that um, and yeah. some of the Hillsong stuff, of course, and Elevation. And I think, I think what I'm seeing is a lot of people are just saying, well, well what's wrong with that song? Like, what does it matter? You know, mm, why, yeah, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does it matter? Like you listen to Led Zeppelin, you listen to the Beatles, <laughs> you, you know, you listen to the, all these, you know, Michael Jackson, whoever. And it's like, it's like, yeah, but that's not worship. You know, like, like we're talking yeah. about being, uh, you know, in God's, I mean, we're always in God's presence, but, right. <laughs> but you know, at, yep. at church, as we're all praising as a body, yeah. you know, it's like, this is, this is serious, you know, and we need to, we need it to make it more about all about him, not about us all the yeah. time, you know, and, uh, but yeah, I think what she, what you said, Mackenzie was so true is like, we worship in spirit and in truth, yeah, right. Amen. And that truth has to be rooted in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we start getting off base, I saw this meme. I wish I, uh, would have saved it. I'll throw up on our monitor, but, uh, it was base. it was showing like this cute little dog and it said, you know, like Hillsong and Bethel music. Yeah. And then it showed this just like mange werewolf looking like teeth bare. And it said, but you know, but Bethel and Hillsong's yeah. theology, oh. like, like it's hiding behind this gotcha. thing of like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, cute little puppy, cute little puppy. Yeah. And, and, and the issue that you see, and maybe you can speak to this too, Mackenzie, because this is what your post talked about is like, yeah, it might not seem like a big deal, but if you look at Bethel or you look at like 
Hillsong and, and the abuse that they're going through and Bethel and their Christian tarot cards and grave soaking and fire tunnels and, you know, new ageism and all this stuff. And then you look at elevate is it mm. elevate or elevation. That's ah, Spartan. Is it, is it elevation? Okay. Yeah. And just his, his, uh, you know, Christ can't overcome your belief and kenosis theory and Christ emptied himself a deity and modalism and all these things. It's like, yeah, clearly you can either say the worship music they're creating is affecting their theology or the theology is going to affect you through the worship music. It's like one in the same. You right. can't really separate the two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so for your personal journey, Mackenzie, was it, was it, you were singing those songs and then looking at uh, the churches that those songs were coming out of and kind of looking at their leadership and going, well, wait a minute, their theology doesn't line up with what these songs say, or was there particular things in the songs, words or phrases in the songs re- that set off a red flag? What was it for you that first got you thinking about this? Yeah, it was honestly a, a number of years ago where I could just discern, I, I believe that something was wrong, but and I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know the severity of the situation. I don't think up until like really a couple years ago, or maybe honestly at the beginning of um, last year when the world started unfolding before our mm-hmm. eyes, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that encouraged a lot more study and um, a lot more time to study. Um, but uh, even before that, um, there was a process of really studying these churches um, based on um, not so much the songs, but more so the effects of the whole like worship leader environment and Mm. the the stigma around that. And mainly also the seeker sensitive movement, uh, which I'm pretty familiar with in a lot of different churches that I've grown up in and um, led worship in and stuff and seeing that the, uh, things that were being used for worship, just it wasn't able to promote a um, authentic worship experience. And it just was all around an experience. And it all was just seeming very formulated to me. And it felt like emotional manipulation. And I was like, literally on stage felt like I was just performing and I was being honestly encouraged to um, people who had good hearts and such. But you know, the tactics that were being used, it just wasn't able to promote really authentic worship, even for me to be able to lead it. So that was where my convictions really led. Okay. And then I started researching the churches, um, you know, because churches are modeled after those churches. So, you know, what do they believe? And then discovering like, okay, uh, well, their theology is really whack. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and then it just kept getting worse and worse and then you know kenosis modalism ah what do you do right um, so yeah and it's been a journey but a good one yeah there there's so many hymns out there that i mean i just love the lyric you know mm-hmm. i mean from amazing grace to it is well to sure you know something like be thou my vision. I'm looking at right now. I mean, it's it's like these these lyrics. Is there someone out there? With a <laughs> Someone's honking a horn. <laughs> Someone's out there. got a little bike horn outside. Where uh, <laughs> <sorry>. we're. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, if you guys hear that, that's all that is. It's it's not Greg making fun of me the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything I say. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I I mean, I I think that there is a distinction between a theological hymn and a, a newer song that is just the me gospel um, over and over, you know, and and this this uh, this trance stuff. I think is is there's there's something that we see now in the church 
where people go into more of a trance when, yeah. when they're, when they're doing praise and worship. And, it, and it's like, man, I, yeah. I think that there is a line that we're crossing in, in certain churches where, you know, this is, this is becoming something that is, I really don't, I, I really don't think that it's supposed to be there. You know? Yeah. So, well, the focus isn't on God. Like yeah. we were talking with, uh, was it Chris Huff? We were talking about worship yeah. a little bit and he was mm-hmm. saying like anything that you do and the, the focus isn't on God. Well, then that that's, essentially an idol. And I would say too, to anyone listening and tell me how you guys feel about this too. I'm not like a hymns or a Psalm only guy. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't have anything against contemporary Christian music because Mm -hmm. you got to realize the hymns of the day, the ones that we sing from the 16th, 17th, 18th century, those were put to old bar tunes. The the Puritans who sang Psalms were like, you heathens, they they were the Hillsong songs of the day. Like, how are you singing old bar tunes (laughs) in pubs and putting it to, you know, these words, amazing grace and it is well with my soul. So it's like, I, I want to look at it in the total, mm-hmm. you know, trajectory Agreed. of Agreed. that. Yep. I think I think it really comes down to the words and the intent of what it's trying yeah. to say for me. Yeah. Um, the tune, yeah. not so much. The 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 chords, maybe not so much. Maybe not even the arrangement, not so much. I'm looking at what is it saying when I'm worshiping Christ. Right. Right. I, I mean, I you know, whenever you think about music, though, mm-hmm. back in the day, Bach. Think yeah. about that. He was writing that for God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like or for the king. I don't know. Amazing. They might... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's it's like these these musicians were top notch. Yeah, you know, and now it's like you know, and and I mean, I I I might anger some people with this, but you know what, GCD. You know, that's, that's fine. You know, play as much as you can. And if, if that's all you have in your church, um, as somebody that plays GCD, amen. Let's, oh, the chords. Let's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like, the chords. Ba- what yeah. band G- is that? I GCD. Don't... If you could play GCD, you can pretty much play every song in the hymnal and <laughs> right. every country song and every pop tune and that, and that, yeah. you know, that works. But, you know, there, there's something about excellence as well in sure. theology, sure. in music. Sure. You know, and whenever we're doing this for, a living and holy God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I mean, it, it's it's like it, great. You can sing or run. Congratulations. But uh, <laughs> you know, like, like what are you saying? You know, you're, yeah. you're not on American Idol right now. Let's let's do something. Are right? you across the spectrum on music? I mean, do you worship with psalms and hymns and modern music and everything across it, or or what's your take on that, Mackenzie? Yeah, I don't think the genre or the style necessarily matters. It's, it's about what it says, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, um, of course, in church, it helps more so if it's congregational and singing. But yeah, we we do a mix of things. We do hymns, the Psalms, contemporary stuff. Um, we love Sovereign Grace music and City of Light. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Shane and Shane and and the Gettys and you know. That kind we, of Jason, you know that we love reformed Christian businesses, right? Yes, we do. And we love supporting them. Yes, absolutely. And we got a pretty cool one for you right now. Guys, you need to go to RighteousWretch.com. And why? Why should they go there? Because they have so much merch that is worth (laughs) 
spending that hard-earned money on. Yeah, they have some cool shirts, keychains, mugs, and it's all Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just so cool. I mean, they even have a John Kelvin, uh, the only election that mattered t-shirts that actually got banned from Facebook (laughs) and Instagram. Anyone that gets banned from Facebook is friends of ours. Oh, yeah, they are. (laughs) And these shirts that they have, guys, they're so comfortable. They're like buy and try blend. They're not that like cheap, stiff, kind of one-size-fits-all t-shirts. They're high quality. You feel good. You look good. Uh And some of the sayings and some of the stuff that they come up with are just really cool and really neat. Definitely. Great conversation starters, too, by the way. Yeah, and if you watch our YouTube videos, you'll see us wearing a couple of them. I yep. know I have the Sole Fida. You've got about 200 of them. Yeah, I have five of them. Yeah, <laughs> I love those things. So it, It's probably just the five solas. <laughs> <laughs> you got all five solas. So we're personal believers in them, too. Look, yep. at, they're brothers in the Lord. They're trying to bring glory to God, and they have a great company. Go to www.righteousretch.com and check out what they have. Yep. So getting back to this Facebook post, what was the fallout? Because I think um, I saw a uh, I saw a, a blog post or a news article and it said basically for how many times it was shared, it was like over 5 million views or something. People had like basically read this. So what has been the fallout since July of, uh, you know, this worship leader that was relatively unknown? And if you're well known, I'm sorry, I apologize. You weren't on my radar before this. Uh, no, no offense if you were, but it seemed like relatively unknown. And then it just like exploded. Like it was like millions of people were looking at it. Like it got national attention in the Christian community. Like what has been the fallout of that? Has it been mostly support? Has it been like, you don't know what you're talking about and you need to be quiet? Like, how has it been? It has been about 50, 50. Um, I, it could be a little more on the end of support though, just because, um, the outpouring of messages and, um, uh, just comments that I received that were nonetheless just so encouraging and from people that were discerning like the same things and like, like maybe they couldn't put their exact words to it, but like it hit home with them. Like it was relatable in the way that they had felt that way too. And they just didn't know exactly how to go about it or like what was really wrong. So that was encouraging. And then people that just flat out agreed. Um, But of course, there was, you know, a lot of backlash and um, people that definitely got offended by it. But, you know, that I expected more people to get offended than actually did. Right. Um, I expected way more backlash just because of the nature of the conversation. So, yeah, absolutely. And then that kind of leads me into the next part is, you know, we had, geez, I think a year ago, just when we were a couple months old, uh, Dr. Sam Storms came on the podcast and we talked eschatology mm-hmm. and he's pretty well known within his circles oh, of yeah, for you sure. know, theology and things like that. Yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. When I saw that a few weeks later, whenever it was him coming out and basically taking your post head on, I went, well, one thing, all you did is you just made the post more widespread by just adding, (laughs) you know, his flavor to it. But I just didn't see it coming from him. And I can tell you as uh, someone, and I don't know, maybe Jason, you can agree Mm. if you've seen this, uh, we've seen some real pushback from the reformed community uh, on our end with just them going, Whoa, Dr. Sammy boy, like, what are you doing here? Like how, you know, we've been preaching against, uh, you know, calling out essentially the elevation and the Bethel. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, you know, he says in his response to you, like, oh, she's worried about, you know, royalties going there and this and that, and then tries to make a case that, oh, no, they still have really good theology and it's okay to sing their songs. Yeah. Um, th- that was a crazy thing to me to see. 
And I mean, what was your thoughts on that, Mackenzie, when you saw someone like a Sam Storms taking you kind of basically head on in national media? Yeah, um, honestly, I have to be honest, I did not know his name. I, I think i had heard his name, um, but I really had, uh, I researched once the article was yeah. out and I um, had seen it on Facebook, I believe, um, just uh, seeing how much notoriety he had and influence that he had and, you know, just digesting who he was. Um, and I was very su- surprised, um, especially since, yeah, he's really well known in the reformed community as well. Um, and just brief read through the article and I just thought it was very strange, um, uh, not to be mean. It just, it, it just really was very hard to read because it just didn't make a lot of sense. This is what he was saying. It was just a big contradiction just from was. Uh, just reading it. So yeah. I, I don't know, but um, you know, it was very interesting to see that someone was that with that much notoriety was, you know, taking it head on and, and um, yeah, you just had to sit there and be like, okay. Yeah. yeah, you had you have part of that. I have it here, you? and I just want to give my two cents real quick before we read this. Is I just felt like for someone who is so you know he has done debates and he's wrote papers oh. and responses and books and you know is eschatology. It, it seemed very contradictory, just like you said. He's usually very you know accurate and by the point and logical. And it was just you know like this. He says, um, "Be assured of this: in no way do I endorse or turn a blind eye to the scandals that have rocked Hillsong in recent days." This is Doctor Sam Storms in his post about Mackenzie's post. In no way do I endorse certain ministry methods that are employed at a variety of churches that artificially stir up emotions as an end to themselves or manipulate people into behaviors or experiences that lack biblical sanction. Every church, be it Bethel Hillsong or Bridgeway, as well as including. Refined Church in Tennessee, that's where Mackenzie uh, leads worship at, needs to labor more vigorously to tether our teachings and practices to the inspired word of God. He goes on to say, you know, all the things that have happened at Hillsong, I don't endorse that. Uh, But then later on, he basically says he further affirms, uh, you know, he goes, and and I know about the, uh, you know, the the false theology that uh, Stephen Furtick's been accused of and all these things. And then at the very end, he goes, oh, but when I look at their statement on their website, it says God is fully man and fully fully God. So we're all good. Keep singing their songs. Mm. And I was very disappointed in that because it's like, okay, we can look at a website of what their statement is. What is the, pre- what is the preacher What's saying? Week saying? After week? Yeah, yeah. What is the shepherd leading his flock to week after week? And boy, if you want to pull video clips of Stephen Furtick, of Bill Johnson, of some of these guys, uh, you know, what they've actually said on stage mm-hmm. and twist scripture, yeah. um, that's a totally different story. Right. You know, and I, I was kind of disappointed, like Mackenzie was saying, is there's lots of contradictions in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it it surprised me when you told me about uh, uh, Doctor Storm saying what he had said. I, I'm pretty sure that he was involved with IHOP for a while though with Doctor Bickle, right? Was um, he with uh, Bickle the Pickle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's it's like you know, in some ways you're you're kind of taken back. But man, I I don't know what's happening in the church right now. Um, because we're, <laughs> yeah. we're seeing a, a lot of things 
happening. I mean, the church is shutting down yeah. uh, until 2023 or whatever, <laughs> you know, I mean, all these, these crazy things happening. And I mean, I truly still believe that Christ is sitting at the right hand of the father, putting all of his enemies under his feet. Right. And I yeah. mean, we need to call out these, these crazy teachings and these, these crazy, uh, tunes as well. I (laughs) mean, if that's what you want to call them, you know, it's like, I don't want to call it a worship tune because some of it just isn't, you know, Um, some of those get under my skin too. It's like, you know, he's running after me and it's like, Oh darn, if God could just catch up to me, it's almost like, it's like, like Christ is standing in the corner going, Please, can you can you please you know just come over <laughs> right. and, and pick me for the team? It's or, like or the fire fall down. Just yeah, or the fire back. stuff. Yeah, I mean right. it's like oh my gosh, stop saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> well, don't know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're seeing the fire fall right now. There's definitely a lot of judgment going on, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's we're we're living in a different time for sure. What but uh, what I was going to ask both of you, um, and I know this is on the spot. It might be something that might be hard to to answer. But something that I've been wondering, you know, we've had we've had a few shows about this now. Mm-hmm. How do we move, you know, out of this space? How do we stop um, just talking about this subject, you know, and and like moving moving forward and uh, you know just just really having a real conversation <laughs> rather than just like there's progressive Christians, there's reform, there's charismatic, you know, like we like. At some point, we all have to realize what Scripture says about worship, you yeah. know, and what the Scriptures say about God and how He is God, and we are not many gods, and all of these different crazy <laughs> doctrines sure. that are out there, you know. Um, but yeah, but anyway, what? How, how do? You, how would do? You, do you guys think we move forward from here? I'm going to jump in really quick because I'm yeah. going to toss it over to Mackenzie. I think yeah. what she did is part of what we do. What Amen. Why she's yeah. on this podcast tonight is part of what we do. It's like mm-hmm. you preach the gospel, you speak truth, you post it on Facebook to your 200 friends, and truth always resonates. Yeah. You don't have to have a huge platform. When you speak truth, God's word does not go out void. Yeah. So what Mackenzie did is she spoke truth, and next thing you know, 5 million people, national news media, and everyone's picking it up. Uh, and our little audience here, we want to make sure she's, yeah. you know, she's exposed to them so they can hear it. We have listeners and followers that do the same thing, but I think this is part of it. Remember, we didn't get into this yesterday. This right. has been a 30, 40, 50 year social slip for the church to yeah. where we're at now. And it might it be that long longer. to get out. Yeah. It might be that long to get <laughs> right. out, but what yeah. do you think, Mackenzie? Yeah. I think we just keep fighting for truth yeah. and, um, preaching the gospel making the truth known and not being afraid to rock the boat if the Lord wants us to. Amen. And I believe that if we're doing the right thing, advancing the kingdom, that you're going to step on some toes, not meaning to be, right. you know, divisive, but, you know, truth divides and, um, you know, uh, it's to separate the, um, you know, the true church from the not true church. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just think it takes time and, consistency, but you know, the Lord, he prevails and he's sovereign and he has it all worked out. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, I just want, as we wrap up here, I wanted to, uh, mention what Jason was talking about too. Like we're in a weird time with like the church shutdowns and stuff, Mm -hmm. but we're also seeing like some pretty solid leaders fall prey to that kind of progressive. Yeah. Christianity, like 
bowing to the culture. Yeah. Like we have our little Mackenzie post going right now with Tim Keller. He we posted a meme of him congratulating the atheist chaplain. Yeah, at right Harvard. at yeah. Harvard. He commented on it to to us and was like, "Well, this is why I voted for him and congratulated him." And he posted an article, and the article did not make it any better. Yeah, it actually <laughs> made his point worse. And it's like, "Well, what's going right now?" That's got eighty thousand views or hundred thousand views on our Facebook page. You can right. go look at it at Dead Men Walking Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. But it's just like, dude, fifteen years ago, Tim Keller was like solidly, and I don't want to say conservative because that word's been politicized, but biblical. Like, no. like biblical on, on certain issues. And now we're to the point to where he's like, Hey, congratulations, atheist chaplain of Harvard. Right. You're my buddy. And I voted for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh. what? Yeah. Those two don't share the same worldview. Right. I, I mean, we can be friendly, mm-hmm. right? We don't go yeah. up and smack an atheist in the face. No, no. We can be friendly with them, right. but we should, we should not be partnering with them in interfaith organizations. Right. What faith do they have? You know, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm getting, no, out no, no, of, no. It's, you know I mean? but it goes I, to your point of what totally you totally get earlier. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's a wild thing time that we're living in for sure and mm. just like mckenzie said we got to speak truth and we yeah. we don't we can't you know worry about the repercussions of somebody not liking our facebook post oh darn okay christ said if you're not for me you're against me right so yeah. i mean we 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 are for christ we're for truth And, you know, if we need to have conversations with people and, and you know what, I mean, sometimes I'm sure we're off somewhere as well and we need to be corrected as well, but Hey, yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) right. But Hey, but you know what, let's have that conversation, but let's, let's speak in truth. Let's, let's use the word and, uh, yeah, not divide. Preach brother. Amen. Mackenzie, give us a couple minutes and throw out your social media. Tell where people tell people where they can get a hold of you or check you out or uh, see you worship or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm on pretty much every social media. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Mackenzie Morgan and Instagram, the Mackenzie Morgan. Um, I'm most active on those. Um, my church and I actually were just starting um, a podcast all on worship and centered all on true biblical worship and, Sweet. and going into the nice. history of worship and um, breaking down modern worship songs. And, you know, we have lots of ideas and topics that we can uh, talk about for days, but that will actually be out on this week uh, on Tuesday. So it'll be our first episode and we're just hoping God grows it. And, you know, we, as the church, uh, our church specifically, we felt led to, um, create an outlet since so many people had so many questions and I couldn't get back to every, every one of them. Like I had said, I was going through (laughs) my posts. So, uh, you know, we thought we'd make a podcast on it. So uh, we're working on that and, um, you know, What's doing? What's it. the name of the podcast? Throw it out there. It's called He and She. He and She. And and you're going to be hosting it? Yeah, me and my pastor's wife, um uh, we we do the worship at our church, so we will be tag teaming it and um we're doing it together. So, awesome. Yeah. awesome. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Mackenzie, thank you so much yeah, thank you, Mackenzie. Uh, for taking time out, coming on, talking about this uh, issue that we find near and dear to our heart because it's near and dear to God's heart. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, we, it's just, it's something that we do talk about often, but we try to approach it from different angles, but it's still the, like you said, Jason, mm. like 
when are we going to get to that next thing of like, okay, we need to leave yeah. that, the old stuff behind, like Paul says, the mm-hmm. ba- the baby stuff, and let's get into the maturity yeah. of Christ and the sanctification and, and the word and, and all those yep. things, right? Amen. But guys, we thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing the, uh, I don't know why the heck the Tim Keller post blew up. It blew up before he even <laughs> commented. Thing, and I was like, you off. just never know on social media. You're like, what? You know, I got up the next morning. I'm like, 200,000 people are talking yeah, about right. it, right? So uh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for the uh, comments on uh, our webpage at yep. dmwpodcast.com at, at Apple. You guys are always leaving us positive reviews. That always helps. Make sure you tell a friend about the podcast. And as always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and all those website. places. Website and all, and all that stuff. If Instagram's where we do a lot of stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Um, probably where we're most popular. All the links are in there. But guys, um, it's been amazing the response you have given us. Uh-huh. We've been looking over kind of the listeners and the views and a lot of stuff in the Middle East is really popular. Yeah. Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, uh, yeah. number one podcast there. So we're uh, thankful. We're we thankful. And we want to minister. And yeah, this is, this is about Lord God. Wants, however yeah, the Lord this, wants yeah. to do it, right? Glorifying God through this. Uh, so yeah. guys, we thank you so much. Jason, anything before we're out no, of here? No, no. It's awesome. All right, guys. Yep. As always, God bless. Yep. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.